You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome back to the handpaint. Handpaint. Oh, I messed up the intro. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. Handpaid. Normally you Handpaid podcast. Which, yeah. Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 67. Uh-huh. How's everybody doing today? Good. All right. I'm good. Pretty I'm good. good. Paul, yeah. you sound less tired than usual. Have you had like a slightly easier week? Actually, no. Last night <laughs> I got no sleep because a tree fell down across the street. Right across the street from my house, and then there were, were they, like, fire trucks and chainsaws and crews of guys cutting it down at two in the morning last night. Oh, so my God. the whole street was lit up with sirens. It's like it was a little overkill for what it was. Your, but your neighborhood that must have been like a big to do. Oh, That's gonna big, be news for weeks. Yeah, big deal. Hear about the tree that fell down? Yeah, yeah. did you see it? Did you see it? Could you yeah. believe that? Yeah, been there 150 close. years. This close from hitting the house. This yeah. close. And yeah. then I woke up at 5, so I really got no sleep. I probably got like yeah. two hours of sleep and then had to go to Mamaronic. What to time do you usually get up? Um, Maybe like 6. Chris, what time are you up? Depends on the day. Sometimes 5.15. Uh-uh. Sometimes like... I don't get up any later than like seven or seven thirty, but yeah, I try no, no. to balance the five fifteen days and the seven thirteen seven fifteen days. Mm. You know, what I'm about you? Five fifteen, five thirty during the week. Are you yeah. one of those people guys, that doesn't sleep that much? Me? Yeah, I don't. But it's because not because a choice. I would love to uh, sleep. I just don't have time to sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah. Oh sleep, my god, I've been you ever dying. Sleep in the same room as Derek. Chris, I, wait, I, yeah, Chris, I, I have, so. I have the, I have the recording of you snoring. You don't want me blasting that, do you? Yeah, I snore, but at <laughs> least I sound like I'm going to survive the night. Oh my you God. sound like somebody snuck in the room and is putting you out. What do you have? Sleep apnea? 
No, no, I just, I you just must. forget to breathe. Have you gotten tested? No, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been tested. I've been tested. Oh my god! Sounds have, like he's choking. I just on got, a, I just got, bag got of marbles. I, I just got breathing issues. I get, oh I, I need, I need surgery. I need, I get a deviated septum, yeah. and don't we? You all? know, it's just, you know, just one of those things. Just <laughs> so put when it on I, the list. When I sleep on my back. When I sleep on my back, I snore really loud, and Angela will roll me over because she can't sleep. And I'm snoring so loud that I'm keeping her up. But if I sleep on my side, I, I stop snoring. So she'll yeah, push Christina would give me an elbow. I I don't sleep because I got one dog with a paw up my ass, the other one sleeping <laughs> on my head. Oh. It, it's just it's a nightmare. But um, oh, but no, I At try to get up early. In your house to work yeah, out. no, that's that's the best part. But I I even if I'm not working, I set my alarm for early because it just it just kills me to waste the day. You know, as you get older, you realize you only got so many of them left. So it's like you value every one of them. <laughs> well, especially now that it gets dark at like three fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that pisses it's like, me off. But like, Mac I- and I went upstate on uh, Saturday, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, uh, he's like, "What time do you want to leave?" I was like, "I don't know. We got to leave by like five thirty because it takes two and a half hours to get there, mm. and it's going to be dark at four thirty, and we have yeah. like a full day's worth of work to do." So. He left at like five. He left at like five forty-five. I left at six, and uh-huh. by the time we got to the house, it was nine. And it was like you know, yeah. There's no like he was you know we we kind of like we messed around a little bit when we got there. Like started a fire. Like we found like an old uh, half of a barrel up on the property and like made a little fire pit because it was pretty cold. But like all I kept thinking the whole day was like if we don't hustle, that's it. Like as soon as it gets dark or starts yeah. to get dark. You're done. Your day's over. And then we, you know, went to Jimmy's and hung out. But yeah. you're, you know, normally him and I could probably work until eight o'clock at night if it would just be light enough. Yeah, that's you know? what's rough with overtime. I mean, I don't work it anymore, but it, in the winter time because it's dark at, you know, it's starting to get dark at three thirty, quarter or four, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, it's so goddamn late. You know, it drags, but. I don't know. It's yeah. funny. Guys at work always make fun of me because I get there. We start at 730, and I usually get there, like, at 630. Like, like you know, maybe, like, quarter of seven I'm there. But it's, like, so much traffic in the morning. It just kills me to, to sit in traffic. It's, like, every day. It's, like, I'm sitting on the highway, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I like getting up. I like staying up late, though, too. I like, I like a, you know, off hours because it's always quiet, you know. Nobody around, nobody to bother you. Yeah, I like. I always liked working, like overnight jobs. Yeah. Um, anytime I've ever worked like real late jobs, where like you're you eat dinner and then you eat like again at like eleven or twelve <laughs> or one, and then you work until three or four. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like then at like three or four when you're done, there's nobody out. Everything's like yeah, totally quiet. quiet. Yeah. The only thing that's open is like a diner or like a Seven Eleven. Yeah. You know, but even then there's nobody there. I I'd always really uh. I always really like that kind of stuff. There's been a few jobs that we've done at my shop that we went until like two or three in the morning, and um, I don't know. I feel like so Jimmy should go to the donut place and get a donut at two thirty in the morning because mm-hmm. it's the only place that's open. You know, yep. nice and quiet. But last time I got like a nice sandwich there. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Gas station like been food. Sitting in a plastic bag for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny when. Uh, one time when we were up there, Mac was with me, and he's like, "Dude, where can we get dinner? I'm starving." I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, that's the problem." Yeah, I was like, no, "There is no place." I know. You gotta drive back to like Boston to get something to eat up there. It's, it, I gotta it. drive to Albany. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Hudson closes early too. Yeah, that, everything. You know? clo- yeah, everything Nothing's closes really open up there. Late, no. You know. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare up there. But where you been working, Chris? You've been in the Dominican, Florida. You've been home. No, I've been? been home. I've been home. I've been working. Um, I've been working in the shop. Um, on a couple. You still of going projects. to New Jersey? Do you still go to New yep. Jersey? Yeah. I still go to New Jersey. I'm not going this week because I'm getting new tires put on my car. <gasps> so my car. I'm getting have, uh, tomorrow. I'm getting new tires. Oh, see, it's tis the season. What? Tis the how season. many miles you get on that thing? Forty-three thousand. What? Wow, a lot of driving. How old is that? It's two years this this month. It's that old? Yep. Wow. Went fast. My truck's three and a half. I got mine the last day of May. 2018 and i i've been needing new tires but i went to um you're still on the first set yeah yeah it's got it's got fifty thousand miles but it's um i mean i i didn't notice that it really needed them till like the last time it rained out i was like wow these things like sliding all over the place and Mm -hmm. my brother's like how many miles you get on that thing i was like like fifty thousand and he's like, yeah, I think you might need tires. So I brought it to the tire place. The guy's like, yeah, you're right at the point. But uh, the tires are expensive. They're um, The guy said anything over 18-inch tires gets expensive. So, But I was oh, at Goodyear. Big, huh? Yeah, they're 20s. And I went to Goodyear, and they were a fortune. So I'm going to another place. They're the same tires, but they're a lot less. So I yeah, was going to get it done Thursday. From, uh, I get mine from uh, this website, Tire Buyer. It's like the yeah. tire rack. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, I like them. They do free shipping and yeah. usually like a promo or whatever. But since the Sprinter, the Sprinter's got 16-inch uh, wheels, so the tires are, like, not expensive. The only yeah. problem is, like, when you buy tires for, like, your truck, they'll have some sort of a warranty. Yeah. But my truck, because they're E-rated, yeah. they're, like, utility tires. They don't have any. Yeah. Not like you ever yeah. really, like, not like you ever really make out on a tire warranty. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're, like... They're kind of like load-rated tires. But I went through these pretty quick, but I was talking to Mac about it. Like, I did a good amount of longer-distance driving with, like, 2,000 pounds in the back of that truck. Uh-huh. You know? Like, yeah. I drove with, like, the Bridgeport from Ohio. I've You know, I've driven – I drove with the big lathe. Like, I've driven around a good bit with, with heavy loads, like, over 1,000 pounds in the back. Yeah, and I th- I think like that kind of driving. I rotate those tires, my tires, pretty often. But yeah, I do still, too. Yeah, I do too. The factory tires they put on on every car are like shit. Mm. You know, it's part of the way they can bring the price down. Yeah, but anyway, so I got do, no do, New Jersey, but yeah, I've been working on some stuff at the shop. I've been making a I'm making a white oak bed frame. That's been a absolute nightmare because the uh, I'm trying to make. Two and a half inch, uh, two and a half inch white oak dowels that are eight feet long, so two and a half inch diameter. So I couldn't get solid three inch material, and even if I did, it would have had a curve in it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got two inch material, and I glued it up into a four inch block, and then I milled it into a three inch square. And then I'm going to octagon cut it on the table saw, and then I'm going to r- use the shaper or the router or whatever to uh, to use a roundover bit to make the, the spindles. And uh, those are going to be the spindles for this four-post bed. And then it gets a steel canopy and uh, steel accent on the headboard and footboard. So that's, uh, that's what I'm working on. And 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I got a. I got so many little things going on. I got to just work on uh, this weekend. I really need to clear out a bunch of stuff. I had um, that sign. I was doing the octopus sign. It was funny. So many people. I've repainted it like three times, just touching it up. And like some people uh, loved it, some people hated it. And finally, I'm like, I don't know if this guy's gonna like this thing. He's been waiting for this since the beginning of the year. Before before we did the the secret project, he um, and he's like, oh wait, he's like, it's just gonna be a Christmas present for my buddy. So I was like, okay. So um, it um, I showed it to him the other night, and he was like floored. He loved it. So I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit if anybody else likes it or not, you know. It's um he's happy with it, but yeah. I just who's have it, to Who's it for? Just a just a, just a guy. A some yeah, some guy reached out to me. So I mean, so that I it's all done. It just has to be glued together and um that one's done. But then I have like four signs I'm doing for people and um I just want to have them done. It's like, you know, Christmas is going to, like, like you think, like, oh, Christmas is, you know, a couple of weeks away. But then it's, like, you know, I'm not meeting these people Christmas Eve. Like, they want right. to have these things. You know, one's going to be shipped to North Carolina. And it's they like, you know, yeah, 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 they want them. Yeah, they don't want to just, yeah. you know, wait till the last minute, you know. So, I don't know. Yeah. And so. now, now, too, if you got to ship anything, it's like, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So hopefully he'll get his, the North Carolina one. The other ones, uh, they need to be shipped, but they're somewhat local. So it, it shouldn't be too bad. But have you gotten any new tools this week? This uh, week? Did you pick anything up? Uh, no, but I got my fiber laser to work. Yeah, I think last nice. episode I was bitching about yeah. my fiber laser not yeah. hooking up to my Mac. So yeah. I bought, <laughs> I went to Micro Center. I couldn't wait. I was going to order a PC on Amazon, and uh-huh. uh, uh, the fastest I could get one was like four days later, and I couldn't wait. So the next day I went to Micro Center, which is like a computer store. I know Derek uh-huh. has them. There are only yep. like 20 of them in the whole country, so I feel like people don't really know about them. But uh-huh. um, I went to Micro Center. I bought a Asus laptop that um, turns on <laughs> and uh, runs the <laughs> absolute piece of shit program that all these fiber lasers have to run off of and it's not it's no fault of the laser itself i watched a bunch of youtube videos there is like basically one there's there's only one program that can drive these fiber lasers and it's called like easy cad 2d or something like that Uh it's like totally a piece of shit but um somebody was saying in one of the videos that Lightburn, i guess had said that they're trying to create Uh a way to drive the uh the the fiber laser so anyway yeah. so i got that thing to work so that's pretty cool um what else did i get I so know. stupid i want one of those that was what does it mean like what does a fiber laser mean like what, what make what's the fiber part of it i don't know you know that's a good question because don't um, some of I, those big lasers need some type of gas sometimes like at least the fiber CO2. lasers that cut um like cut through shit need gas does this one need anything like that no, it. I mean, it. It. It doesn't even generate any like air either. It just. It's like it, it, the thing is so crazy. It's literally. It looks like a like a like a microscope, right? It's like this yeah. gantry like beam, and then there's a big lens, like a two and a half inch lens. So does that move like the no. head of it? Oh, you know no, what? So y- 
you focus it. You like turn a crank, and it, it's like a, it almost looks like a like an enlarger. If you've ever like shot yeah. your own photos, it looks yeah. just like an enlarger. It has a, a a lead screw, and you crank this screw, and and it's so crazy. But the first time, so I it doesn't it, have a like, head that moves like no. It just it's just that it has beam a moves. focal distance that it can tell you that that's the maximum it can do based on the size of the lens. So mine is like 150 millimeters by 150 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's based on like the lens and the power. So the way that they tell you to set the focal distance, and I literally like, I, I can't believe that this is the method is you basically draw like a square on this program. You put it, you put down a piece of material that you want to try it on and then you turn it on and then you crank the handle until it makes like this kind of specific noise and that's how you know that it's like well focused which seems like the most asinine way <laughs> to like understand that something's working properly like based on yeah. fucking sound yeah so, i don't know honestly i haven't had time to really mess with it um but you know it's I got a lot of other shit that I'm doing instead, so I'll get to it eventually. Does it make smoke? Like when the stuff burns? Yeah, it does. So it does. It does. So I actually just ordered a like a, a four inch inline uh, inline fan, like a booster uh-huh. fan, because yeah. I, I you know like it's burning off whatever's on that yeah. material. So like I'm uh-huh. sure it can't be great to breathe it in. So I'm just gonna like duct it outside, but uh-huh. it um I don't know. There's there's a lot of nuance to it, and I can't. I haven't found a great resource of uh information of like what to do next mm. um you know just being honest so when, <laughs> so when it so when you like engrave or whatever you want to call it like a piece of metal is it mm-hmm. removing anything or is it just discoloring the metal or what's it, it doing like, like it, is it etching, etching it? it yeah yeah so like you can feel it and like the so like this one mine will go 0.08 depth of etch which is mm-hmm. deep i mean if you think that about like deep. yeah that's real deep. 0.08 is deep of an inch yeah um yeah that's almost yeah, that's what is that deep. like uh almost a like a 0.125 is an eighth right 564 it's thicker than a 16 yeah I mean, a 16 that's actually is like a, a good amount of amount yeah depth yeah. yeah so i mean it's you know i i, I don't know I, I watched a bunch of videos of people like using theirs but i kind of feel like i i kind of feel like i missed a step during the setup and that i'm not like maybe it is that easy and maybe i'm overthinking it but i feel like i'm not properly like configured i did get it to engrave i sent i posted a video of me like just Mm -hmm. burning my like name into a piece of metal but i feel like there's got to be more to it so i don't know we're gonna when i have some time to like sit down and mess with it i'm gonna you know try to get it dialed in i already have a couple people that have hit hit me up that, that want stuff like engraved like badges made so I'm, I'm thinking you know it'll be cool between the plasma table and that i could like cut badges out of like 18 gauge or 16 gauge sheet metal on the plasma table and then bring them right onto the fiber laser and engrave them or whatever or, you know uh-huh. i was gonna buy uh you ever seen those like anodized business cards that people have yeah. oh yeah, yeah. um yeah, you can buy uh, you can buy the blanks. Like you can just buy them in like a color. You know, like fifty uh, aluminum anodized cards for like twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. So then I could just like I could either make myself a bunch of business cards, or I could I don't know make a mm. bunch of cards that say like you park like shit and like put them underneath people's windshield wipers when they when they park bad at Home Depot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. 
throw yeah. them out the window. Anyway, yeah, it's funny. It's, That's it's what, a fun like, toy. Yeah, it's funny because I was watching it. I was like, oh, man, I want one of those. But it's like, you know, I start, like, making, like, those Christmas ornaments, and I get sick mm-hmm. of making those, and it's like, yeah. that's all it is. It's, like, just shit, you know? It's like, yeah. it's just, I don't know, like, like Jimmy always says, like, dumps the food like you make with it. It's just, you know, just yeah. crap for I people. mean, this, this, I have, like, some good, like, kind of revenue generators with it that I mm-hmm. can do, and, like, you know, the thing is, like, it's all for, like, my friends. Like, my one buddy who has uh, an FFL license, who's into firearms, right? Like, uh-huh. he could serialize firearms with this. Uh-huh. Like, legitimately. Yeah. So, like, you know, I like if he was a per like, a, not my friend, I would never charge him to do it, but, like, yeah. I could do that for someone, yeah. right? And that's a, that's a service that people don't have access to, yeah. you know? Um, uh, uh, there's There's a lot of things you can do with it just as, like, you know, that people can't do i mean if you're a woodworker and you want to put custom tags on all your woodworking projects mm. right like i could i could engrave those or if you're a knife maker and you want to put your name so i want to experiment with a couple of different things um to try to like make cool stuff with it but i haven't i have i have that marking knife that you guys have seen that i want to use it on very yeah. specifically yeah. but again i, I got like six thousand other things to do i got to go to dominican on monday of next week so That'll screw me up. Yeah, it's it's funny. So I don't know if you've seen it. The guy came by my shop. He needed me to cut that square table into a circle. Mm. And I'll tell you, like, if I could get jobs like that, like, that was yeah. just so nice, you know. He showed up at a table, you know, an hour later. He was leaving, you know, 250. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. You know, see you later. It's I like know. I could do one of those every day. You know, it would be great. But um, he's got a nice little business going. And I tell you, the... You know, he was the guy was here. I I had met him on an art tour that was local to to me, and um, you know, what was it Open the, Studios? Yeah, so artists I've opened their studios. Oh, it was awesome! It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And this guy was ten minutes from me, and he does epoxy art, and he's just doing tables. And I mean, I don't know if he listens to this. I hope not. But he, like, I mean, he's just a guy that's just taking wood, and he's you know figured it out from his own mistakes. And how to make tables. And, you know, they're good tables. They're not the best river tables I've ever seen, but they're good enough. They, you know, they're better than the average person could do. And he's making a decent living doing it. And it's just, it's pretty amazing. You know, while he was here, a guy reached out to him. He's like, you know, I need a table for Nantucket. And um, he's like, my budget's like $20,000, which, you know, it seems like a lot of money, but by time you factor in, you know, getting a slab, yeah. getting the epoxy. Could be a big table, get, too. Yeah, getting it to Nantucket. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. know, it's an island. But it's, um, yeah. you know, you got to ferry it out there and all that stuff. So, you know, but it just um, it just amazes me. And, and the guy's like, oh, my God, if I had the CNC, the things I could do. And he was showing me. I Actually, Paul, um, you never answered me. I sent you a text last week. He... Um, He's looking for these little um, signs to inlay into the tables. Oh, you got a Holly oh, Davidson one. Yeah, it was a while back. I forgot all about it. Now I just thought of it when I had sent when I said it. But um, but he's like has a guy that makes those. The guy's charging him a fortune, you know. And he's like, oh, if I for could what, find like somebody, a little metal thing. Yeah, and he just inlays it in the table and epoxy's over it, you know. Fucking fiber laser, baby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just. Um, 
I'd like to get a little bit more work like that because that was really, mm. you know, opened my eyes. You know, he had a guy that was charging him to carve, 3D carve, um, not 3D carve, to V-carve, like, um, a lake into a table. He was charging $1,000. And it mm. seemed like a lot of money. He charged him, he did two tables. He charged him, like, $2,800. But he charged him $800 for the file. I set the file up in maybe five minutes. But mm-hmm. I think the, the cuts were like 10 or 12 hours. So I mm. think the guy was just kind of breaking it up over, you know, the cost of setting up the file and all this stuff. So yeah. it just seemed a little bit more fair. But um, I was like, geez, he's got to do another one. I says, I'll carve it for you, you know. But yeah. um, it, it just, you know, to get some work like that would be nice, you know, some nice easy stuff. But... You know, yeah, know. but there's all. I mean, you know, it's like it's funny. I do those. I do those CNC cut signs for my friend who has the event company, uh-huh. and like sometimes it's great. He sends me the file. I plop it right on in Vectric, and it just works. Sometimes he sends me the file, and I spend like three hours fixing it. You know, and then he like for him in particular, he does like an inlaid uh, like LED like track that kind of uh-huh. looks like a fluorescent. Yeah. And it's got to be like a very specific width and a very specific depth. And then he sends me this file and the scale is all wrong and then he uh-huh. can't fix it. Yeah. So I'll tell him, I'll, I'll send it back to him and say, hey, I, this isn't right. And he'll send me like five versions of it that he thinks are fixed, but none of them are. So then uh-huh. at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, yeah. if you need this by tomorrow, like, mm. and, and he's a friend too. So I'm like, if you need yeah, this by tomorrow, I'm not going to tell you that you can't have it because you fucked up the file. I'm just going to fix the file and spend the time. But like... You know, it's like people ask me about CNC and stuff every now and then, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I could do it. And then I'm like, well, then I got to figure out how to hold it onto the table. Yeah. Right? So I got to figure out some sort of fixturing method. Then I got to, you know, I got to watch it. I got to make sure the bits, you know. I don't know. Well, that well, that's what I was telling the guy. I said, you know, it's not set it and forget it. You know, if the thing's carving for 10 hours, like, first of all, it's tying it up. So, I mean, I could mm-hmm. carve a bunch of signs in 10 hours. You know, the little yeah. ones I do, they take 20 minutes to carve. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it, it, you have to be here watching it. You know, you don't have to mm-hmm. sit there, but you, you can't just leave, you know. So yeah, you got, you're in the room. You, you are tied to it, you know, whether you like it or not, you know. And you got to hear the goddamn thing. Yeah. What was that noise? Did you just hear that? Paul's laptop, I think, is like ready to. to uh, yeah, sometimes. I'm, I'm fighting a lot of shit over here. The garage yeah. doors underneath me opening. My laptop's oh gonna explode. <laughs> the fan is like going a thousand miles an hour. I'm over nice. here muted half the time. I don't know what to do anymore, it's a, guys. It's a, it's a busy I'm place. I'm having a rough day. Tell, tell us, a, tell us about your boom welder. Oh yeah, that I, I worked on that a little bit um, yesterday. I got. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago, but I didn't. Yeah, uh, you got one. Just seeing it. Yeah, I got I the um, the XMT, the Miller XMT with the wire feeder. Nice. Um, Jesus Christ! There goes the garage door again. So now, what what power? <laughs> so that's the power source. The XMT is the power source. I don't know source. anything about this shit. Basically, you separate the wire feeder portion of the welder into its own mm-hmm. component, and okay. you can either. Some people put those right on top of the power unit, like on a cart and mm-hmm. wheel them around, or some people put them yep. on a boom, like I have. Um, mm-hmm. But the XMT is the power unit. That actually is a multi-process welder. It could do MIG, TIG, mm-hmm. and stick. But I'll only use is it for it MIG. Is it AC-DC? 
I don't think so. It, I don't. I don't think no, it's AC Tig. Um, yeah. They never are. But yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I got the boom pretty much completed. I made a, a plasma cut out some um, pieces of plate with like a V in it, and then if you cut out a circle with um, like a notch in it that's maybe an inch and a quarter long and three-eighths wide, it works out perfectly where you could take a piece of chain and stick it in the circle and then the links lock into that notch and so you could use that to make bottle racks. You know what I'm saying? So I made like a bottle rack on the side of the post and then mounted the welder up high on the other side of the post. Um, And then... Vinny, just who who supplies me with the welding stuff, he just didn't give me the other cables that I need, um, the extensions, like yeah. to get this thing working. So he's bringing those, I think, like tomorrow, or he actually might have brought them to the shop today. Nice. Um, but I'm excited because it's a really, really nice welder. Yeah. So how many amps is a machine like that? I mean, it's probably pretty high powered. It looks like a. Big I guess unit. it's. Is it? I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a. It says XMT four fifty. I don't know if that means four hundred and fifty amps or, or. I would think so. It probably max. does. I mean, it's like that's like its output, you know, versus like you know. Yeah, but I almost want to say it's about. more than that. I don't know. I don't. Know. I got to look at the specs. All I know is it's, it's more than, you know, you really need. And now, how do you control your like? So you're controlling your wire speed and your voltage from. The feeder. The wire feeder? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a little digital readout on the feeder Yeah. Um, with two knobs, and you control that from there, and then it goes mm-hmm. back, sends the information back to the, the power unit. Um, but it's cool, though, like on the wire feeder, it has a little switch that you can use to, like, purge the line, and, and the wire won't come out. Or if you're trying to hmm. feed the wire through, you know, a 15-foot line, it'll just feed the wire without the gas, so you don't waste gas. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's pretty cool. Actually, my other nice. little Miller 251, I think it is, that, if you pull the trigger after two seconds and it doesn't sense any, um, like, arc, it'll kill the gas and it'll just feed the wire through. Nice. It's, it's like, uh, oh wait, will it do that? I think it does that. I know it turns it into some other mode. It, like, spits it out really fast, too. Yeah, because you're, like, clearly trying to... Yeah, exactly. It, it, like it goes all the else way just up. Cranks their wire speed all the way up. Yeah, to, try to get their wire. It goes out. to like max wire feed speed. Nice. That's cool. Um. I'm, yeah. I'm have I'm having issues over here now. Could you guys hear that? My friggin' phone. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. And Derek's now, had Taylor now, Swift playing dude, on his phone since I've met him. I know. It, dude, it's three, Paul. Three since you were probably Taylor ten Swift. years old, this thing's been on here. Jesus my Christ. kids years ago put it on iTunes or something, and it's been on my phone. I've never <laughs> used iTunes, right? So every once in a while, like two days ago, every time I get in my car and turn it on, it turns it on, and it's I don't know unreal. why. It will stop, and then now it's the earbuds. These ISO tunes, which I hate. When I put them together, it turns it on. <laughs> yeah, they it are just, the worst. It just started doing it, though. It just started doing it, and I don't know how you stop it. And everybody's like, oh, just swipe up on the app. It's like, no, no, no. I understand how an iPhone works. That's not how it is. But it's like, not the issue here, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like there's nothing on it, right? But if you pull down right there, it's that. 
it won't come off that. It's like on music or something. Drives me crazy. So I'm a Swifty. It's not even her new uh, album either, where that she recorded no, everything. No, you, you were pro- no, you were giving probably, Scooter Braun the money. You were probably nine years old when that came out, Paul. This yeah, one. probably. <laughs> if that old, that drives me crazy. Fucking Taylor Swift. I you don't like your ISO tunes, it. Derek? No. Well, I like the ones I got for free, but. It just. Um, I don't even like the ones I got for free. Yeah, I don't no, like the ones no. I got for free. I got, I got, I got, I got the um, oh these ones here. These like, kind of like the boots ones. I got for free. Yeah, these Amoff ones are okay, but they're a little bit too hot. Those are too like the boots. Are the boots hot too? No, the boots just fell apart. <laughs> they're actually kind of cool. You see the director of the show. We were um, when we were meeting for. Um, I forget what it was. It was before we started the show. But we were out to lunch, and we were walking. All of a sudden, his fucking soul comes off his boot. Like, literally, just <laughs> like a cartoon. It was just right on to the sour, right outside the yellow deli. He's just walking, and all of a sudden, the fucking, he walked right out of his fucking soul. <laughs> it's like, how cheap of a fucking boot? It was like a designer boot, like, you know? Yeah. It was so funny, so funny. But did you get those Knicks boots? No, I'm going to order them because I can't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah, my brother always think, gets them. He loves those. I think there's a lead time on those. Like, that's, of course there is. <laughs> this is like a couple yeah. of weeks, though, right? No, a probably a couple weeks. of months, I bet. Jesus Christ. It's months. I, I would love to go to a point. place, though. I want to go to a place yeah. and that's have them true. do it custom. I just, I mean, I know they go have go ways City. to tell to do it, but... Like my brother was doing it, and I think he was paying like five fifty or six hundred for a pair. But when you really think of it, they last so much longer than regular boots. Mm, yeah, and and they as long as you get them resold before they really get worn out, like the and ruins the bottoms. Like you can use them for a long, long time. And they're made time, to your you know? feet. Yeah. And they're comfortable. Yeah. And the whole yeah. inside of the boot doesn't get wrapped around your ankle and, and yeah. get caught when you're trying to take your boot off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you wear boots all day, there's nothing better than a nice pair of boots. Yeah, I need you know? to get a pair. I, I got to just go through the – it's not even the money. It's like yeah. I, I it's, go on the website, and there's like a whole process. I'm like, Yeah, Jesus it's Christ. too much work, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what like, – I have like a couple of pairs of Carolina boots, brand new ones, and the ones I have, they're just so broken in and comfortable. I don't even want to make the effort of putting those on and being uncomfortable. Like I'm just like – the, until those other ones fall apart, I'll just keep wearing them. It just it, I I hate breaking in new boots, you know, because yeah. it's like I always do it at work, and it just it just a pain in the ass. But yeah. I gotta do that. I need uh I need to change boots as well. It's just a process. I actually tried to order. Um, you guys have probably seen the ads on Instagram. I may have even mentioned it on here. Have you ever Bar- seen Bar- the ads boots? on Instagram? Bro, are you talking about no, brown boots? For the, no, no, I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about the Ariettes? insoles that oh. I think it's called Upstep or Up Yeah, uh-uh. Upstep. It's like Yeah, so it's a custom orthotic. They send you oh like a god, mold. Oh my god, so much mail. money. Yeah. They were 300 bucks for Yeah, the they're insoles. not cheap. Yeah. So they send you a mold in the mail. It's like a, you open it up and you step your foot in it. Oh, so I've seen it. I do it. I do it. I get the thing. I wait like 3 fucking weeks for these things to come. Put them in my boots. And I'm like, okay, because I, I usually wear the uh, Red Wing makes a pair of work orthotics, and they're like 80 bucks each. And for years, that's all I had in my boots. And I and like they truly made a difference. The first time I put them in my boots, I was like amazed at how much they uh-huh. made my feet not hurt at the end of the day. 
and now like five or six years later i replace them every couple of months but they don't don't didn't really feel like they were doing the trick anymore so i do the custom insoles i spend three hundred dollars i wait a month they come dude like four hours into the first day <laughs> i feel like my feet are gonna like break off they hurt so bad so i oh, i Jesus. I read into it and it's like, all right, well, you know, your feet got, they felt different. So I was like, all right, maybe these things really are going to help because they felt so different than what my feet were used to. Right. If they felt exactly the same, I'd be like, this is just a scam. Mm. So anyway, I try them. I, I reach out to customer service. They have, they, you know, obviously they, they uh, assign you some bullshit foot advisor. So I'm like, Hey, listen, these things are killing me. They're like, wear them for a week, wear them for two weeks. So I wear them for like two months, and now like by the middle of the day, my feet are just killing me. Oh. So I'm like, hey, these are no good. So then like I go back and forth to customer service. Then one day, a new pair just shows up, and they're like, oh, we analyzed what you said about your foot pain, and we remade you a pair that these will be better. I'm like, how could these they, be better? They shipped them the wrong ones originally. That's exactly got, like what Some happened. old ladies with no, bunions. No. I'm, I'm like, how could these be better? I try these ones. They're just as fucking bad. They, yeah. they just are they horrible. different so and, like, and just the same amount of bad or I, I don't know I they you know what it is like they I have like a high arch but mm. after like two days of wearing them you don't notice that the insoles are like correcting that you know what I mean mm-hmm. so three hundred dollars and and five months later I said fuck it just give me my money back and they are giving me my money back which I was shocked because oh, you get you get a you get a hundred and twenty day um like war uh, a money back guarantee. I was mm-hmm. shocked when they actually gave me back my money because I had read reviews online of people saying that they basically just ignore you. Once you say you have a problem, they answer the first request and then they just disappear, mm-hmm. um, and then you have no recourse. So, but uh, I'm going back to the Red Wing uh, insoles. But I think a lot of it too is I think your boots just wear out over time, and it doesn't matter what you have in them, your feet yeah. are hurt. At the end yeah, of the I used to get Red Wings all the time, but I would have issues um, at the Pizza Pal. I think it was because they'd get wet and dry, wet and dry, and there I was wasn't real. On them. Yeah, I, I wasn't like, yeah, a little, <laughs> little mar- marinara on it, yeah. but um, <laughs> I wasn't like faithfully like oiling them and, you know, like how you should take care of them, and uh, it's, they would just like fall apart. They'd like dry rot, and it'd you drive me crazy. None of them have a waterproof either. That's what pisses me off. I remember watching a Casey Neistat video, and he was talking about his running shoes and how he – it's, I guess, real, like, runners have Uh two pairs of sneakers that they alternate every Uh day because the Mm. foam in the shoe needs a full day to kind of recover and decompress from, like, a long run. I wonder if that's the same with, like, work boots. Like, standing on a work boot sole – yeah. All yeah. day, it's completely compacted, and then you throw well, that's it on why the they next say, day. Yeah, well, that's why they say, like, the insoles you're supposed to replace. Carolina had actually nice insoles. I had yeah. gotten a couple pairs from them, and, and they were really good, you know. And they do hurt when you first put them in because it's like your feet, like you said, the other ones are all compressed, and your feet are, like, slumping in them. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah, people get so much fucking information. We should just do straight on Patreon, charging people for this podcast. Yeah, they get so the much info. Us. Learn, Dude, seriously, know? the things that you learn. Who's got a rash? We should start giving medical advice too. A rash? Rash? They get a rash. I can start up the financial advice again if you would like. No, we That's already right. did. Dude, we already went that. We already got that crowd. We need to broaden right. our horizons. Yeah, but dude, I got new. Crowd. I have new uh, um, sectors that I'm investing in. Oh, what are you investing in? Well, Paul? you know, I, you, the, 
you know, stuff. Did you get an NFT? Did no. You get first NFT. Derek, the thing that goes on your wrist. You know, I'm into I'm into those. Oh yeah, well that's a that's uh-huh. that's a different that's a different sector though. I mean, you know. Yeah. I tell you, I watched that video. That guy got me scared when you guys were talking about that guy. Peter Schiff. Yeah. Oh, Peter Peter Schiff? Schiff? Yeah. Yeah, that kept me nervous. Yeah, that's that was a tough one. That's that's a tough one. But he's also like super super conservative, like not not politically, but like um, conservative with his money. Yeah. 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 He thinks like gold is uh, coming back. I don't know. I think he's a little extreme, but he's also not wrong about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, What's gold trade at nowadays? I don't know, but all I know is gold hasn't gone up in like years and years. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of stayed the same for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I yeah, sold a I bunch, know. it was like sixteen hundred. I think it's still around that. Yeah. Se- seventeen eighty-five. Yeah. yeah that, that okay, was probably, Peter Schiff. That was, that was probably ten years Peter, ago. Peter Schiff Peter is that Schiff. his name? Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about because Doge is in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Isn't Ethereum high right now? Dude, everything took a shit, Dick. The, oh, it did. Crypto crash. Of last oh weekend. God, yeah. Jesus Christ! I last weekend, attention. everything took a shit. Yeah, my my crypto portfolio. I don't know. I must have. I, I think my crypto portfolio went down like almost two thousand dollars. Oh really? Um, which was a considerable hit. I just tried to log on today, and <laughs> the app wouldn't open up. Well, yeah, that's uh, a sign. Dude, my... Oh, here it goes. Now um, it's open. Going going over the course of one month, the volatility of my uh, wallet is um, pretty outrageous. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not great. Uh, so... I don't know. I mean, who knows who's right and who's wrong? I don't know. I think you got to be invested in a little bit of everything. You got to diversify. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. I leave it for the professionals. Um, it's 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 hard to know what the right thing is, you know? I mean, but you also have to The thing about it is that I think Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now, with all these crazy volatile things is that the casual like investor like i buy cryptocurrency i have no fucking idea what's going on in the market yeah you know so like we just listened to impulsive yeah if i'm gonna make any money it's gonna be like the one day i decide hey i gotta sell this because like i think something's going on but if you really want to make money you have to sit Uh on your on your computer and you have to read reddit you know every day um you know then, like, figure out exactly what what you think is going to happen. But um, I don't even know if that shit things. works, like trying to do day trading and stuff. Well, but 
but that's like so i mean here's an example there's like a cryptocurrency called play dap i have no idea what it what is what the hell is that literally now? don't know what it is but for some reason in august i bought 250 dollars worth of it. <laughs> i don't remember doing it i don't remember why i did it but i did it so i bought 250 dollars worth of play dap at a dollar about about a dollar a thing yeah so the other day, I get an alert that, like, PlayDap is up to $3.50. So it went three and a half times my initial, oh, wow. my initial price. We don't even so know I what it is. made, like, don't know what it is, don't remember buying it, don't know if somebody... So, so if I would have sold it in that moment, I could have made $800, but I didn't even know enough about it to know whether or not I should sell it or hold it. So I'm still holding it, and now it's back down to exactly what I oh, spent on Jesus it Christ. when I bought it in August. You know, so, like, you know, there's your, there's your like, unrealized gain. But the thing that freaked me out about that, that Peter Schiff thing was the tax ramifications for next year. Because they were saying on, like, the 1040. Oh, yeah. Like a, a thing about crypto trading. And I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure I could go in the apps and find out. But I definitely traded for a, for a, a, a gain in 2021 some amount of crypto. Like, I don't think it was that much. But, like... Just like they were saying in in, the, in that episode, the people that did that, they, that money is gone. Like, yeah. their profits are gone. No one was thinking about paying taxes when they were selling their Dogecoin and making, you know, $150,000 or whatever they were doing. Yeah. So, you know, um, I mean, not that I'm going to be on the hook for that much, but, like, I'm afraid that, like, I just won't report it because I won't remember. And then, I'll, you know, that'll be the reason that, like, I get audited, you know, because <laughs> one of these stupid apps, like, you know. But everybody's got these apps, though. Like, you know, the IRS, they probably don't know what to do because millions of people are doing this shit and and no one really knows Mm -hmm. even what it is or how to keep track of it. Well, like, that's what he was talking about, how the government, that's what they really want to focus on because they want to start taxing the shit out of you. They know they're missing out. Yeah, just like everything else, like the weed and all that stuff. I've mentioned this before. When... I forget what years it was, but when people were really big into day trading, like with all the dot-com companies, we worked with a kid that sold his house, and he lost it. He lost all his money, and he had two little kids, and it was the craziest thing. He sold his house to buy whatever he was buying? Mm -hmm. He moved in with his in-laws, and he was going to quit his job, and he still works at the pizza parlor all these years later. And... um, it's crazy. He, you know, got his life back together and stuff. But, you know, at the time it was, you know, it was probably honestly maybe a hundred thousand dollars. You know, which doesn't seem like a hell of a lot of money now, but back then, you know, he probably paid one seventy for his house. You know, God. And uh, yeah, just so crazy. I'll never forget that. I know he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I don't care. But yeah, I, I don't think day trading, <laughs> unless you're like some kind of no, you have to, ever yeah, really works yeah, out. Yeah, no, yeah, that well, you, I mean, it's like you know, I look at it, it's like the lottery. Like you can, you know, we could all go out and just keep scratching tickets, and one of us might get lucky once in a while. But you know, overall, like I work with a guy that he scratches a ton of tickets and 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 wins a ton of money, but he's way down like it's you know yeah. but massachusetts has the best lottery in the country like they're not in it to lose money you know no. so the house always know. wins 
Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's Look like at Mr. You know, Beast did a video where he bought what I think a hundred thousand dollars worth of. I thought it was a million. Tickets. Wasn't it a million? Was it? And they only made back like yeah, like it was like nothing. Of well, you course. know, you know what I always thought was so funny. There was a woman. There was a local like uh like not a Seven Eleven, but like you know like a Quick Mart. And mm-hmm. there was a woman who had been working there who had been stealing scratch-off tickets oh, for 15 shit. years. Uh-huh. 15 years she'd been stealing scratch-off tickets and scratching them. And my, what I thought, like, the moral of the story for that one was she wasn't even paying for them. And in 15 years, she couldn't win enough to stop working at the fucking grocery yeah. store. <laughs> yeah. In 15 years of getting free scratch-off tickets, she didn't make enough money to just walk out of there one day with a million dollars or $100,000 a week uh-huh. for life or whatever it is. So yeah. that means if somebody gave you the tickets, you still can't win. You know, yeah. like, that's got to say something, you know. Back back in 1989, Paul, what were you doing in 89? I was not even a yeah. thought not in anybody's a, not mind. Even a yeah. Thought. yeah, yeah. I um, it was it 89? I think it was 89 or 92. I, I can't came around about 10 regardless. years later. Wow. <laughs> I um. We were playing um, the lottery at work. It was like the biggest lot lottery at the time, the biggest jackpot. It was $46 million. And every week we kept playing, a group of us. And then finally we gave up. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to keep playing. So I paid, played 10 bucks, And then the next week I played 10 bucks, And I, it was six numbers. And I got five out of the sixth. I didn't get the oh. last number. It was, mm. I had 28, and the number was 32, and my mother was reading me the numbers. They were sitting beside me, and um, this is so long ago. My father was still alive. My father's been dead, I think, 29 years, and uh, and I thought they were, like, pulling my leg, and I remember just, like, crying, and I, my mother's like, oh, you're happy. You won $400. I'm like, I just lost. At the time, it was the biggest lottery. It was $46 million, and oh. a lady, um, an older lady won it, and... Um, the only silver lining was I went to the store to cash in the ticket. And the guy goes, "Oh, you got to go to lottery headquarters. It's five thousand dollar one, and not four hundred dollars." So oh I won wow, five thousand. That's not bad. But I, dude, I was devastated for months. I was just yeah. crushing. It's funny. I was telling my kids this story, and my kids were always like, "Dad, imagine if we, if you won that, what our lives would be mm-hmm. like." I go, "Kids." If I won that, you wouldn't we, never would have met. <laughs> we never would have met. We never would have met. Yeah, but uh, but just yeah, I just, Max uh, is like that. I could have bought so yeah, many sneakers. Yeah, 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 sure, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. My uh, yeah, my Christina's dad had a stepmother. similar story. He was he was one one number off from winning, I think, seventeen million, and I think yeah. he wow. got I don't know. I think he got like twelve thousand or something like that. But yeah. I remember that. Uh, at the time, I think he owed child support or something, and they, oh boy, uh, they took a lot of the winnings. That's that's yeah. what they do. So any any debts that just happened to my brother. Debts you have, yeah, yeah. So that just I, happened so to my brother at a casino. Lotto, yeah, anytime he would play lotto, he would say, "If I if we win, I'm not. Somebody else has got to claim it. Yeah. You know, like me yeah. or my brother, because like we were like you know, once you, if you're 18, you mm-hmm. have no. There's no debts you could even have. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, uh, I, yeah it's, I, um, I don't want to say who it was. A, a family member of ours hit the lottery, and they the, the jackpot. And unfortunately, they hit it with a couple other people. But mm. after taxes, I don't remember how much it was. It was over a hundred thousand dollars, I believe. But they it was when they had to do the twenty years pay, payment. You couldn't take mm-hmm. it all at once. It was that long ago. 
and like maybe about five years ago now they got their final payment but yeah yeah they won it was nice they used to rent a house in hawaii and um they would um you know whoever wanted to come out they could stay out there they rent a house for a month but um, have you guys seen that uh that and i feel like paul you probably don't play the lotto but like derek have you seen that app that you can it's called jack pocket it's basically like it buys you a physical like it's it's a legitimate like lotto sanctioned app but you can buy oh like mega millions and quick pick through oh really app, and you can auto buy so that like you all because like you know like I, there's always like the mega millions where it's like yeah 400 million and you're like i gotta get to the store like i gotta yeah. get to the store i got i wonder if massachusetts has that i don't know but new york has it and it's it's uh it's a little enticing, and what's nice about it is it, it manages the whole thing for you. So, like, I'll play yeah. quick pick every now and then, and I'll win, like, five or ten bucks. And it just, like, it tells you, like, hey, you won, you know, here's your thing. But it uh-huh. plays, like, you know, I can play the Mega Millions, and it, you know, it, it tells you, like, it ends in 45 minutes. And if you, you know, yeah. you can play, you can buy the that's, multiplier. Yeah, they, make then, it, they make it too easy. That's the problem. They make it really easy. And then what's yeah. interesting is that they, I don't know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they, like, if they have a store, like my brother was explaining to me, I think it's linked up to stores, and the stores physically like print the tickets because you oh, get it's a like picture Uber of for lottery tickets. Ticket, mm. Basically, but it's like it's you know it's it's through the New York State Lottery. Like it's not like some scam yeah where, like, yeah if yeah. If you win, they get half yeah, of it or something. Yeah, but yeah, it's um it's interesting. I don't know. It's like it's uh it definitely makes it easier to play, but at the same time, it's like yeah, you know, are you gonna win? I- I was I was never into gambling, and I remember we went out to lunch a bunch of us with work, and the Keno had just started in Massachusetts, and I didn't I was embarrassed. I, they were all playing. I didn't know how to play it, so the guy goes, "Oh, you pick how many numbers you want out of whatever forty six numbers, and however many you pick, you could win that." And he showed me the chart, and I'll never forget. He goes, "If you put down a dollar and you pick four numbers, you win a hundred dollars." So I go, "Really? That's it?" He goes, yeah. I go, oh, that's easy. So I, I get a dollar. I bet my numbers. And it comes out. I win $100. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is it's so like easy, money. right? Oh, my God. I probably lost $300 that day, right? <laughs> yep. So right. stupid. Like, just thinking, like, it, I, it was the first time I played, I won $100. And uh, it's funny because my birthday. They knew that it was your yeah, first time. Yeah. They were like, let's but reel this like sucker me, Well, in. me and my buddies, we used to go out and we'd go out drinking. And right when we would leave, we would put $200. We'd put, like, 50 bucks up each, the four of us. And we'd put it on two numbers on Kino. You know, we'd put like you know two hundred bucks on two numbers. But um, it's just it's just so crazy though. It's like you know it's it's just so goddamn stupid. It's such a soccer's game, you know. But it just it's I, I always do my birthday four seven sixty nine. Yeah. That's my birthday, and that that comes out four and seven always seems to come out. But it's funny that you say that because just the other day somebody that I know was explaining like sports betting to me like the over and the under no yeah, idea. i don't understand yeah. all that shit no idea and he's explaining it to me and explaining it to me and he at one point he goes he he like yells at me he's like dude you're a math guy like this is not that fucking complicated and i'm like dude the over under is the only thing i understand yeah, exactly and he's like well you got this and the spread and parlay the and, and spread like, yeah what's a so spread he, yeah that's yeah, exactly. it's confusing i still don't know so he goes he goes listen he goes put a bet in on this for whatever however much whatever it was like put in a hundred it was it was a hundred 
It was bet a hundred to win fifty, and I was yeah. like, "Why the fuck would I bet a hundred dollars?" Because you have a lot better chances. Because the favorite, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He said yeah. because this is the favorite. It's you're gonna win, blah blah yeah. blah. Or it was no, it was two hundred to win a hundred. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to risk two hundred dollars to have three hundred dollars. I'll just keep uh-huh. my two hundred dollars. Like I'm fine. So he's like, "No, it's, you got to do it." Blah blah blah. So then he shows me the other ones, and he, there's one where it was like bet twenty five to get a hundred, and I was like, "I want that one." He's like, "Well, that mm-hmm. one's not a sure thing." I go, "But I'd rather throw away twenty five dollars mm-hmm. to maybe win the yeah. hundred and fifty than risk two hundred on this, you know, sure thing, whatever." So I place a couple of bets, and I wound up winning like three hundred bucks. Oh wow! Like, just like mm-hmm. out of the blue, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, like. This is great, and I don't. And Angela's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I have." He's becoming a gambling addict, Angela. Right. So then, so then he's telling me, "Oh, you got to do this one now, and this one, and this one." So my three hundred dollars is fucking gone. Of course, because he he's like, "Oh, you get this one." I'm like, "So, so basically, it's the same thing." The first bets I placed, I won, and now the universe is like, "Enough of that. You're done." And then just took it all back. So I don't even know where I'm at now. But did I ever tell you about my roulette gambling strategy? Oh, Uh-oh. here we go. What is it? I came You're up with this strategy. You're not enough to get into a casino, I thought. <laughs> I came up with this strategy, and it actually works to a point. And I looked it up, and it's a, it's a, it's a legit strategy that people have used. Basically, you, you you start betting, like, either, like, the out, what is it, the outside bets? Like, red or black or even mm-hmm. or odd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, and you just pick one, and you start with a really small bet, and then you double your bet or even a little bit more like yeah you double your bet if you lose and if you win you start back over your original amount but if you keep losing you keep doubling your bet so once you eventually do win it covers all your lost bets that you made previously and you make a little bit on top of that so if you keep Hmm. betting black over and over and over again and you lose five times in a row eventually you're going to hit a red you're going to hit red and you're going to make all your money back plus a little bit extra. The problem is mm-hmm. it grows like exponentially and yeah. you could you might be and then you could very quickly be betting like $5,000 just mm-hmm. cuz the exponential or, growth or 50,000 or or yeah or and if you yeah. hit a losing streak like for some freak reason, you dug yourself deeper mm-hmm. and deeper into a hole. So yeah. like I then I'm like, "Huh, well what if I just cap it at 3 bets?" Like if I did ten dollars twenty dollars and then fifty dollars and then if i lost the 50 i just said screw it and i tried it Mm -hmm. like on an online thing and then i made i was actually i was making a lot of money and then i just started like messing around a little bit just doing some other bets and i got from 2500 bucks up to 80 grand and i'm like god i wish this was real money and then yep like i did it a couple other times but i haven't done it enough to like See if it's actually profitable, but who? It's, it, I chances are, I don't think it's going to work. Reef, listen, take out a loan on your parents. That's house. exactly yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, that's what I was you thinking. Know? Why don't you bet one of your sister's horses? And <laughs> yeah, you know what? And if I you should. lose, they'll just turn the horse to glue, and then that'll be that. <laughs> I I don't even want to name any. I I I know somebody who knows somebody who's convinced that they can uh, beat. Um, no, they can beat. Um, uh, what's the game? It's a weird Baccarat? game. Baccarat? Yeah, yeah. I but literally they, just watched they, a video on that today. Yeah, and he has, like, notebooks on his system. Oh, and it's geez. funny. So right. I, I, a lot of guys at the Pizza Parlor um, bet. 
And I was talking to this kid. I was like, Shot. dude, I never got it. And and he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, I haven't bet in years, but I was in it pretty heavy, you know. And I said, I knew a kid <laughs> that was in the hole that we worked with, $32,000, right? Oh. And I said, the kid was drunk. Oh. I says, I thought he said 3200 and he corrected me. It was 32000 He goes, Derek, he goes, I was in the hole over ninety thousand dollars i owe the bookie jesus christ i i almost threw up i was like how can you what do, what do they do? And they believe me i just squid game no you go yeah, to squid game yeah That's it. That's yeah it's like do. yeah it just it's 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 crazy mm-hmm. but these guys and like i work with a lot of guys they they'll have like five thousand dollars riding on a game because they just keep mm-hmm. like 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 riding it i'm like i don't understand it i mean i that scares me i wouldn't want to bet a hundred bucks i just well, I, remember too much I mean, me. think about there are people that when when the when the crypto thing really popped off on what was that last year when like the dogecoin really like went crazy mm-hmm. there were people that were putting up at that time robin hood would spot you five thousand dollars that's nuts essentially Mm. Robin Hood was essentially giving you like a five thousand dollar like, like credit, you know, because you're verified with your social security number, mm. so they can wow. yeah. they can collect on the debt. I mean, you can't get away from it. Yeah. So there were kids that were putting putting. Um, I don't. That's one thing that gets me nervous uh, about my son. Like I'm not into sports, but he is. And I see these people that bet bet sports, and I'm like, man, I would never. It, and you know what's crazy is that like betting, but. Sports betting, though, I feel like it's it's Robin Hood at that time, right during the GameStop craze and all that. Yeah, shit, Robin Hood was like all anybody wanted to like be investing on. It. Yeah, so easy to get into. There were kids that wound up with like hundred thousand dollars in debt because they were doing what is it? Um, calls. Calls. Like that's what options. I see on Wall Street bets. They were with these like yeah. call. Yeah, whatever that shit. I don't even mm-hmm. understand that completely. I don't understand it either. I'll see one post someone. Like a call or something, and they made a hundred grand in one day. And then I'll see another post the next day. It'll be like they lost two hundred thousand dollars from these like options traded. Like it's mm-hmm. super risky. Like, well, well how, yeah. how about this? So I know a guy that's kind of like a bookie. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Right? Yeah. He like even before the pandemic, like in between seasons, we would be talking. He'd be like, I gotta look up. I can't even think of the name of it, like like fencing, say, right, the rules of it. I'd be like, why? He goes, I got 10 people that want to bet it, bet a fencing match in Spain or something what? like that. <laughs> Dude, people are so sick that they will bet. It's not the sport. Yeah, it's it's the, bet. the bet. They just want to yeah. bet. Dude, they, so but, there's but nothing to bet. They bet on show. I'm yeah. telling you, They bet on the length of the yeah. halftime show. Yeah. They bet on the it's just, it's a, it's a sickness. knowledge like on a sport, It's though. a sickness. But he's the one taking the action, so he has to take the bet because wow. it goes through an app. So they, if they yeah. offer it, you got to honor it. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I'm like, get me out of that. I'll buy a new Festool. <laughs> I'll right, drop money on that. I just I dropped know. some more money on that. That's my new tool for the week is uh, – their polishing system. Standard? No, their polishing system. All the polishing Just all the pads, the 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 compounds, all What's the polishing stuff. Uh exactly four hundred and fifty two dollars I paid. But um you know what I do I got they yeah, they have a whole thing with the pads and the bonnets and stuff. Mm. And you know what it is? I have wow. literally 
like nine different polishes here. No, no rhyme, no reason, the numbers, mm. the this, that. I was been talking to the guy, um, Sedge, there with um, the Fast Tool guy there. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm watching some of his stuff. They get everything down to a science. It's like, you want to do this, you use this. And it works. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm done playing the games with guessing this and, you know, guessing, is this going to work? Is this the right thing? And I'm just going to mm. do it, you know? Plus, I want to do my truck, too. So that's how I justify oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to do something. I, I got a price to I should do, mine. do it. To, to wash it, like, and not even polish it or anything. It was like almost $500. I'm like, I'm not paying that. Derek, to, if you, you know, figure out how to do it, do it I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to do mine. I'll practice bad. on yours. I no. know. <laughs> it looks horrible. I'll practice. Mine's I'll do yours no, really first. Bad. Do Jimmy's. <sighs> Dude, yeah, Jimmy, do you Jimmy's. Can do whatever you oh, want yeah, Jimmy won't You can use an angle You can use a flat disc on Jimmy's. I know. That's a great uh, idea. We'll go up there and we'll do it. But Oh, dude, when I was up there on Saturday, he's like, yeah, the other day I hit a deer. I don't know. I'll push my line. <gasps> I know. Bit. Yeah, on his way to my house. I don't know if it was on the, the way to my house, but it was, was on he there. goes. He goes, I'm driving, and he goes, I hear, I, I hear this thud, and I go, oh, my God, did I hit a person? <laughs> I know. He probably <laughs> fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Oh, but, oh, Paul! Listen, Paul. What? We found the venue for your. We found the venue for your next birthday party oh, because the Christ. milk run has officially opened oh, my the God. dining room. And let me tell you, we are we are having. We are, Jimmy goes. I want to have the duress the Christmas party here, and they were they were like, oh yeah, we have to do it. We should do it. We could do a Christmas party here. We could we could do an event in here. Listen, like, oh, the pancakes God. don't hit the same unless you're next to some ten W thirty. You know, eating them. <laughs> It doesn't take. It doesn't. It's not the same. I need that atmosphere. Now, hey, I need the air fresheners. The, I need can, the, can you can you can you pass the maple syrup? It's yeah, right next it's, to the dry yeah, gas. It's right next to the funnels. <laughs> the dry gas. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so funny, so so funny. So, hey, yeah. I got I got some good news. The uh, secret project. They um they're just finishing up the last episode. Oh so, yeah. So excited Do we know about when that. The world gets to see it. Um, probably still February, but they're going to oh, be February. done. February, I thought yeah, it was March. Yeah, so maybe February. Yeah, March. probably, we'll, we'll, we should know more in the next month. But, nice. yeah, it's exciting. Exciting. That's so we're exciting. In, in, inching forward to, closer to that, so. I forgot all about it, and then we started talking about it today. I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny, it's like. You know, you, you try not to think about it, and you know mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's funny. Like I'll I'll talk to Graz about it, and it's, you know, I just wonder what it's gonna ha- what's gonna happen. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like nothing. I, I don't think nothing's gonna nothing happen. Bad. I, I don't think it's gonna hurt. It's only good. But yeah, yeah. But just curious. Like, is it gonna be released? Like, you know, the people gonna look up who we are on Instagram? Mm-hmm. It, like it just it's just strange, you know. Now. I mean, I'm sure there'll be, like, I guess I've never really looked into it, um, but, like, when, like, like Squid Game, for instance, uh-huh. like, do they make, like, because, like, a normal show on, like, Discovery Channel, right? Uh-huh. They make, like, a web page for it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's With, like, the little, way, yeah, like, no. information about, like, you know, the Yeah, the people, and, yeah. Like, you know, like when I was on yeah. fucking, uh, what's it called? Whatever the hell the show was called. Um, what the hell was it called? What the fuck was the name of it? Assembly Required. Assembly Required. Oh. 
they did like they did like yeah you know, like a little yeah. like web page shit now does does checks mix do that no and that's what was kind of funny <laughs> so when when we um when we did it the, when we did the, like shot the pilot like they shot like photos of us and stuff like mm-hmm. that that i would have thought would have been like not on ads, but like just as you were saying, like promotional type things, mm-hmm. or we like ne- some we, background, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. Like we never did anything like that, so mm-hmm. I I always wondered that myself. Like even just like on like the um, Paul, did you get those pictures I sent you earlier? Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, can you believe they thought this was real? They sent this to the. Um, a message to the producer of the show, the executive producer. I, Wait, I had who made did some. I, I did what I did when I was uh, two minutes. Oh, I did that. Oh, 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 oh. But um, but like I don't know if they're just gonna do like a still out of one of the scenes or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, when how, I look your name up work. on the internet, you know how when you look up a celebrity, the little information pops up. Yeah, they were yeah. born this date. They're married to this. These are their children. Yeah. You think they're yeah. gonna have one of those for you? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what Graz is like. If I make the IMB thing, IMDb, yeah, yeah, IMDb, he's like, my life will be complete. Oh yeah, what do you but, think no, your show's sure, gonna get on the tomato meter for uh, Ron? Pretty sure anybody <laughs> can put themselves on IMDb for anything. Yeah, you no, I think can. that's done. You just like yeah, buy yeah, it. No. Like, no, I went yeah. to high school with some kids. I went to high school with some kids that really thought they were gonna make it as actors. Yeah, and definitely didn't. Yeah. They, like became and, part of the Screen uh, Actors have, Guild or something. They somehow became. They'll, somehow they're on IMDb for being in like a Wendy's commercial or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, the no, best but it'll is be every fun now and to then see I'll, what happens. You know, every now That's and then I'll find somebody on Instagram who's like a like a producer, mm. and they'll have an IMDb, and it'll be like it'll just say like some random bullshit commercial that they produced. No photos, no. But they have the page. You know, like they uh-huh. just they gotta have the page. Some kid yeah. from my yeah, school, no, it's gonna be amazing. my high school, raised like a le- he, he graduated and went to like film school, whatever that means, mm-hmm. and he like wanted to do this short film and he raised like eleven grand and like we used my old high school to shoot it and everything. I never, I don't even know if the film came out. <laughs> he just <laughs> like a bunch of people donated like thousands of dollars. I don't know what happened. Yep, yep, that's what happens, dude. That's what um, happens. but what have you guys been watching? Oh shoot! Oh, Did we talk I, about the Mr. I, Beast Squid Game video? No, but that that was one of them I, I was going to pick. But you can have that one because you never have one. That that was pretty incredible. I thought I had a different one though. I, I I forget. I think I think what's even more interesting to me about that is the follow up videos about how he made it. I need to watch it was those. So successful. I haven't yeah. watched They're that. really, really the, good. The one, the one where the kid um, had the company that basically made it, that mm-hmm. was that one was really, really interesting. There's yeah. a bunch of them, but uh, I forget the name of that one. I could find it. Um, it's called I Made Mr. B Squid Game or something like that. So Crispy Media is the guy. Uh-huh. It's just, the whole thing is just an amazing, uh, uh, just an amazing, like, feat. And then what what was interesting was um, uh, Andrew Schultz on his podcast was talking about about it, and they were saying that, like, you know, Mr. Beast is not, like, a celebrity in the regular world, but if you're into YouTube, you know who he is. But now that he did this, 
they, like what they were saying was like now this is going to be the thing that takes him from being like YouTube famous to being just famous you know because uh-huh. like like my mom doesn't know who Mr. Beast is but like if she watches the news she probably saw that like a YouTuber made Squid Game on YouTube you know what I mean yeah um, which was an interesting perspective but yeah God bless Mr. Beast. I, Angela watched it with me, and she was like, what is this? Like, well, who is this guy? You know? <laughs> and I was like, it's Mr. Beast. Like, he's the best. And then I showed her a bunch of her other videos, and she was like, I just showed her one today where he, he filled his brother's house with elephant toothpaste and then bought him a new house. What the hell's elephant She was like, but she, Oh, that shit that it's like it that blows up. Shit. Yeah. But she's like, wait, she ruined his house. And I'm like, yeah, but she's buying, but he's buying him a yeah, new house. Yeah, he made one. millions she's of like, dollars do for doing that. Yeah, she goes, she goes, what do you mean he's buying him a new one? I'm like, he bought him a new house. She's like, like she like doesn't make sense unless you yeah. watch YouTube videos. Like, how could he have the money? How could he do it? But yeah, anyway, that's a good pick though, Mister. Oh. oh, you know what I did game. watch? What was that Alec Baldwin interview? Oh, I haven't watched. I it don't yet. know. Was it? I was it convincing? To me, it was, and he claims he didn't put his finger on the trigger, and he had his finger mm. off to the side. And then he just pulled the hammer back. But then on t- you know TikTok has everything. I saw some video of guys with revolvers showing that if you had your pointer finger sticking straight out, um, and a- and the gun went off, the gases from the bullet because of the way the chain, you know, like the revolver part it yeah, yeah, goes yeah. into the barrel. That little tiny gap, I guess, super super hot gases shoot out of that tiny gap. And if your finger was sticking straight out like you would if your finger was off the trigger, like you said, it would slice your finger right off. Like, it would blow up the tip of your finger. I didn't know that about revolvers. Like, it's really weird. Like, they showed uh, them holding up a hot dog next to the, um, like, the end of the revolver portion of the gun where it meets the barrel. And they held a hot dog up to it, and they pulled the trigger, and it blew up the tip of the hot dog like... Like it's mm. crazy. So they're, what they're trying to say is, if he, if he had his finger where he said he did, and the gun went off, it would have like blew up the tip of his finger. Mm. Huh. So his that's finger must have been on the trigger. They're, that's what their point is. Now I don't know. He, Who knows? He seemed you know? he seemed very scripted. When, uh, he definitely I just, went over it with lawyers and stuff. I mean, you know? yeah. I mean, 100%. I think I I think somebody. I, I'm not saying him, but I think. One hundred percent. Somebody did that intentionally. I mm. I don't I don't know. You if think it was, it was intentional, or you think? Did you see the armor? No. Did you see her? She, yeah, yeah, she looked like, like a, she yeah, like a nineteen she looked year old like one of my idiot Yeah, kids. she yeah she looked like. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was intentional know. that. Um, I don't think it was intentional. Somebody tried to kill somebody. I think it was intentional. They were playing with the gun. And like they said, like they were shooting things and stuff. They That's they definitely weren't. Fo- yeah, they definitely weren't following protocol. I mean, no. even even me. I mean, like I said, I've had guns. I mean, you guys have been over here. You've seen my guns. Even when you know a gun is not loaded, like you still treat it. And I understand these were props or whatever, but still, I would just think after you know accidents have happened in the past, like you have to be real specific and say like. Hey, that's mm-hmm. not that you know, and, and it's just so obvious the difference between a blank round and a um and a bullet. See, like, I didn't, I didn't look. know the difference. I don't, I don't know the difference like between what they look like, especially when they're already loaded into a gun, because you, yeah. you know all you're seeing is the back of yeah. like, the, yeah. the bullet. But also yeah. the thing he he said, or I remember it kind of stuck out to me. He was like, 
once when I in the in the past he said like when someone would say cold gun it either means there's no bullets in it or there's like dummy rounds which are like yeah not there's not nothing in them. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm thinking is let's say someone said it's a cold gun and even if he looked and they said cold gun he might be assuming they're dummy rounds and also yeah. it's like even if he did check and then and then also what he was explaining was she was telling him where to point the thing and like what movements to make and he was like oh should I pull the hammer back so you can see how that looks and she goes yeah do that so it's like I could see how you know you just get yeah. caught up in the moment yeah, and that, someone's yeah, instructing you saying. and he just yeah. does something he just this is some freak thing happened what I really want to know more than what he did because we already kind of know what he did like who the hell put that bullet in that gun? That's what's that, more. That, that, that's yeah, the that, worst that, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, forget him. Yeah. Like, but somebody at some point had to physically put that in there. And yeah. That person had to say, "Is this a bullet or isn't a bullet?" And if they thought mm-hmm. that that wasn't a bullet, like they need to be held responsible. That's the like, real. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Fault. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. Not uh, him. Forget him. But you know, somebody somewhere is. is um, responsible it just there's no way there's no way you you can like through forensics they'll i mean they gotta pull i can't believe that he's even they gotta have film of it that's what i that's what i thought i can't i can't believe that they're speak i can't believe that he's even able to like go on tv and talk about like that's what people are saying like it doesn't make it just wasn't a good look either like it just yeah but if this was like a regular like involuntary manslaughter like criminal like, case right no one fucking says anything like yeah. you can't talk it's, yeah. you, there's prosecutors and there's you yeah. know like he's just oh I'm just gonna go on TV and just share my side of the story I mean maybe he does have that, that right yeah. but uh-huh. at the same time even if you had that anything right, he says can rather, be held against yeah. him you but know? wouldn't you rather just go wouldn't even if you if I was him right and and reporters were just asking me for information I would just say I can't talk about it. Yeah, you know, like, and everybody knows that there are rules when you're involved in a yeah. court case, and no one's like at a certain point they're just going to stop asking if you can't talk uh-huh. about it. You can't talk yeah. about it. You know, it's like, yeah. like that's what they're saying. You know, it's like kind of weird when about jurors it. walk out of a when jurors walk out of a courtroom, the, the reporters don't go, "Hey, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think you're going to mm. rule on the case." You know, like yeah. cause you just don't ask. But yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I'm sure somebody's somebody's. It's not going away, right? Somebody's no. going to be no. uh, yeah. accountable for it. So, well, on a lighter note, my pick of the week is Jason from Fireball Tool. <laughs> I haven't watched. Uh, did it you guys yet. watch his popular not mechanics yet. video? No. no, no, not yet. So he's been he's been taking projects from like 1970s popular mechanics books and then mm-hmm. building them. So he made this like crazy like manual and hydraulic arbor press out of like a popular mechanics magazine like built it exactly how it was written in the magazine in 1972 and uh it's just like he's so like thoughtful with his builds and he does these great animations and like uh-huh. you know the video is doing really well so you know good for him it's just it was great um it's like 30 minutes long really well thought out and definitely worth worth watching so go watch it well, well my pick is rainfall project you see that he builds a fireproof safe you know i i saw the thumbnail but i didn't watch it uh really good video so he yeah yeah, he he, i like his videos i was really big into his videos at one time and i haven't watched one in a while i don't know if he hasn't put one out or i just have been too busy 
but he builds a fireproof safe and um hmm. just like his demeanor and stuff for the way he shoots everything i just always enjoyed but um it just it came out really nice as like a really cool mechanism that he kind of screws up and he kind of you know works out the bugs and it works perfectly but you know puts a combination lock in it and it comes out to be like a real safe, you know. It, it's it's just really cool, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why. I mean, obviously, just for a video or whatever. But it's um like the mechanism works perfect. It made me think you, Paul. He's got like a wheel for to like lock it and unlock it and stuff. So it's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. So hmm. yeah, yeah. It came I out have real to nice. imagine that the cost of that steel was like uh-huh. five times what it would cost them to just yeah. go and buy oh, a yeah. fucking safe. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just oh. a stale box. I mean, it's not even like a yeah. you know nice fancy safe. You know, it's funny. Uh, I I I did uh my new video or yeah my new video restoring that leaf blower. Right, I spent like almost two hundred dollars on parts for that leaf blower. Yeah, and then I'm like on Facebook Marketplace and like I could could have bought a leaf blower. For yeah, like two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like yeah. I'm like ah, you know, it's so funny, and it's like. You know, every time you you make you like restore something like that, or you make something, and uh-huh. you're like, oh, what's like the the value? And like yeah. the, the I'll, I am I'm happy the uh, that video is doing well, and it was a sponsored video anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But it's just like the principle, of like, oh, I spent this much money on parts, I could have just bought one. Uh huh. But you know, that's the way it goes. Yep. So. so. All right. Anything else? Oh, no, that's it. I'm done. I have a shout out to make. Yeah. Very important. Uh-oh. So, as you guys know, and I've talked about on the episodes uh, in the past, my friend Chelsea is opening a restaurant, and uh, she is currently doing a Kickstarter for kind of the last bit of funding for her restaurant. She's 60% there um, on a $40,000 goal, and she's got two weeks left, and she's actually, you know, it's not like a GoFundMe where she's just asking for money and you don't get anything in return. It's a Kickstarter, so you you give money and you get stuff back, whether it be, like, merch or if you're local uh, on Long Island, she's doing, like, kind of punch cards for, like, pastries or cakes or whatever. So um, she is incredibly talented, extremely hardworking, and took on a ridiculously daunting project of renovating quite possibly the shittiest restaurant in Nassau County and turning it into what is, like, unbelievably beautiful and brand new. And uh, the next time you guys come down, we'll probably she'll probably be open, and we'll have to go there. But did she anyway, buy that building? You, she so she bought that unit. Of oh, the good. Building. Oh, yes. oh, okay, it's an attached. Okay. It's an attached unit. But yeah, she bought she bought that space. Oh, that's the, cool. The, the restaurant is hers. Um, and if you go on her Kickstarter, you'll also see the wedding cake that she made for Angela and I, which you guys saw in person, which was like unbelievable. Um, she's super talented. I have a massive amount of respect for her. And if anybody feels like supporting a small business, you can just donate money if you want to donate, but you can also buy some stickers or a pin or a hat or whatever from her just to try to help her get over the, uh, the hump. She is far over her original budget, but, uh, that's how these kind of things go. So anyway, shout out to the Flourish Bake Shop. It is, is, if you go on kickstarter.com slash projects slash flourish bake shop or if you just type in flourish bake shop kickstarter actually like highlighted it as like Uh a project they love so if you go on Uh kickstarter and you type in flourish uh the word flourish it'll be the first thing that pops up 
uh, Flourish Bake Shop and All Day Cafe. So back that project and uh, yeah. It's all or nothing. So if she doesn't make it to her goal, she doesn't get any of the money, which is uh, a little Oh, scary. I didn't realize that. But, yeah, everyone so she gets did refunded. It with all or nothing. Yeah, so if she doesn't get the 40,000, she needs another uh, sixteen and a half thousand dollars in the next two weeks. She, everybody gets their money back. Why the hell would she wow. do that? I don't know, but that's for the conversation for another time. <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big